RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Oh, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? Should I keep this up? I forgot to put the uh, the other thing on. I guess I'll keep it up. Why not? You know, since it's already there. I meant to put on the Tara Buster background, but I was doing some videos, so testing out this green screen. But why not keep the green screen up? doesn't really look that great, but see all the buzzing? All right, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy, and humanity. And thank you for everything, because this is a community show. We stick together, we win, is our rallying cry. And it has to be the cry of the of normal people everywhere in the nation so we can get this country off the the road to fascism and back into a constitutionally limited democratic republic and maybe one that actually works for more than just the 1%. I mean, that's the goal. We're, we're trying to, to actualize the dreams of our founders. And the thing that's so annoying, uh, besides everything else about the Republican Party, uh, I, I don't know, well, they, they get together every year for CPAC, and it is always a, uh, a, a gaggle of greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age, ghouls, and greed, just greedy, selfish, not um, very evolved people who uh, I get, I, yeah, I guess that's why they're attracted to that, the, I don't know, the Republican way. <laughs> so uh, I did watch, I watched some of their panels. I, it, it's all available on C-SPAN. And it's, it does make you want to bang your head against the wall because they're, like all fascists and just like all g- good liars they use they use a smidgen of truth in what they're saying and then they send you off into the wrong direction they point the anger of these poor easily played morons they point their they direct their anger where it doesn't belong or because um, certainly it's we have issues in this country and the republic according to republicans well you know you can't fix perfect we we were never never ever talk about the founding of this country um as the as it was as founded by people who uh, who wrote all men are created equal while meaning all men all white men, forget women, women weren't people. They were property. In fact, when they, the, the, anyone came over to the new world, they had to, like anything, if you, if you emigrated or immigrated somewhere, you had to declare your wife along with the furniture and the chickens and the cows and the horses. Women weren't people. They were the property of first their fathers and then their husbands. So, Okay, they, that's who they were. They were the products of that time, so we get that. We know that the that the the founding was inspired by the liberal age of enlightenment, and 
even though the hypocrites wrote the all you know the the all of the promises in the founding documents they understood that the country would evolve that times would change that people would change and we needed to adapt and and evolve the the documents as well that's why they made a um the bill of rights and the and the ability to um uh, amend the constitution so what really first of all i see the chat room is filling up with people and thank you richard w for your super chat and thank you pookie's mama irene for your super chat and thank you jim for your super chat right out of the gate thank you i didn't mean to put this i have a green screen obviously so i've been trying to do some video some short videos and i forgot to lower the green screen before i started the show but Maybe I can lower it now. I don't know. I try to make it so it looks a little different. Wait a second. One second. The TV's not on. Uh, it's like all the things you got to do. Where's my remote? Now I don't have a remote. All right. Talk amongst yourself. Well, oh, there it is. Hold on one second. Actually, you know what? This is a good time to see how professional we are. I will, let me play, I'm gonna start playing this video. Cause I wanted to, what, this is what I wanna talk about tonight. We want, I wanna go through this critical race theory BS uh, of these monsters and um, talk about uh, Kevin McCarthy and MLK. It gets under my skin, the way they use, they take MLK, um, I have a dream, as if that's the only thing he ever said. MLK was quite the radical and the Republicans, you know, if he, if, if MLK was around today, what, what the hell would they be doing with him? I wonder, would they, would he be vilified as a socialist, communist, uh, cultural Marxist? Of course he would. Ridiculous. And now it's, the, you won't even believe how many times, I mean, just all this co-opting just like they co-opted patriotism, just like they uh, they took the mantle of patriotism uh, illegitimately. They don't deserve it. They're not patriots. Now they're trying to r take MLK as if he... And use MLK as a reason why we don't want to discuss racism or have the incredibly... The, the absolutely necessary conversation at least, that we need to have the adult conversation we need to have concerning our founding and race and the duality of our founding documents, how somebody could write all men are created equal while owning human beings. So, yeah, that's what we have to talk about because we are a multiracial democracy. That's not, excuse me, that's not how it started. All men, you know, who did, how did they know that Women would vote. Women wouldn't be property anymore. I mean, black men, men of darker pigment got the vote before women did. So, you know, okay. Are you telling me this isn't a racist, misogynist nation? What, what are all these white portraits on the wall from every white portrait for president or anything or 
whoever it might be in the in the, the joint chiefs of staff, the director, you know, all directors, whatever, all the cabinet levels, all white people. So you can tell me, well, oh, but it's not racist, though. Of course it is. It's, it's so racist. They don't even they didn't even think it was racist. It was just the way it is. Right. That's how they they justify it. So and also using the Bible. I mean, that's another story. All right, let me, let, let's just play this. I'm going to start playing the critical race theory video. We're going to watch it because I think we need to. And we'll, we'll, we'll dissect it and we will uh, eviscerate it, of course. But this was the critical race theory um, segment or session at uh at cpac at the uh bats out of the belfry the, lar- the, ba- the bats out of the belfry conference that's what it really is so while this starts i'm just going to turn the tv on put the Terrorbuster logo on the television and lower the the green screen <laughs> we're breaking down the fourth wall okay uh we'll just play this because i've i've watched this video like three times already so but hold on conservative political machine in this country. We elect true champions to Congress, to the Senate, and to governors who will take back our country, save America, and let us continue to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. But today I am here to introduce, in a way, the next panel. It's a panel on the most important subject facing our nation today. What are our parents around this country doing to stop critical race theory from taking over our schools? What are we doing to stop them from taking over our corporations, taking over sports, even taking over the military? Martin Luther King had a dream that we would judge or be judged by the content of our character and not the color of our skin. Oh my God. I'm here to tell you, CPAC and conservatives, we have a dream that we will continue to love our brothers and our sisters and not judge them by the color. Oh yes, aren't you so evolved? If we can only be like you, we have a dream, conservatism, that we can be judged by the, see what that, what they're saying yet again is the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness and not giving a crap about anybody else but themselves. And they're using Martin Luther King's words, one section of everything he ever said. That's, that's all he said, apparently. Don't we have a dream? That we can all be judged by the color of, I mean, content of our character? That's it. Period. End of sentence. Like Martin Luther King Jr. was the sophomoric Pollyanna who just had a dream, guy. You know what? Can't we all get just get along? Like Rodney King. Can't we get along? Let's not have any discussions because that would trigger people. That would trigger little kids who aren't discussing this. Nobody, nobody's talking to kids about this. And we know critical race friggin' theory, if I never hear that again, it'll be too soon, is a law school class. It's like any class you take in school. Not that maybe they don't know. I don't know. But 
That's what happens. You read things. You read. Your, you get assigned readings. You might actually read things you might, you disagree with, that you don't that you won't you wouldn't read on your own. Maybe you're not interested in it. That's what education is about: opening your mind to new ideas, seeing things in a different way. And then you read. You do the reading. Sometimes you got to write a paper, and then you discuss it you 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 kid you know the the young people not kids not all i mean young people in uh in college for the most part and the professor you sit around you discuss it you talk about it that's all it is how is systemic racism how does that affect how uh, affect our society today and where is it where are these laws embedded in our in policy of course they are it's everywhere everywhere i mean why do we have to put race on a an on an employment application or what you know all of this is in regard to us try you see that's the thing with uh with affirmative action and whatnot see Demo- there was this this feeling that all that needed to happen was that um, people needed to get to know each other and that's what busing was all about and and uh, affirmative action in general to break down these barriers but obviously we need more and that's where critical race theory comes in and that's where critical theory comes in where your the discussion in critical theory is the power structures of who's in control the rich uh, versus the rest of us that's it where where do these policies affect our everyday lives where do the where are the laws that ensure that this disparity continues this is what that's critical theory and the republicans don't want to talk about that oh it's marxism everything's everything that they don't like is not Marxism, socialism, communism, it's like they don't know what these things are, but it's everything. And the same with with critical race theory. So uh, if you don't, um, if you don't, uh, uh, what do you call it? If you don't, uh, not investigate or just talk about the reality of the situation, because what they're saying then on the other hand, is that African-American families have one-tenth the wealth of, of families of lighter pigment because why? Because they are one-tenth the wealth, uh, they're less, less worthy of wealth, is that it? They're just not motivated they're not bootstrap. They don't got. They don't don't have the ability to pull themselves up by their bootstraps because that's what they're saying when they say that there is no s- systemic racism and there's no reason to discuss it because um, otherwise, if you do that, little kids are going to get uh, upset that they are the oppressor. They, I mean, you. All right, let me let me let me play. You. you I don't know if you guys watched this. There's many. If you go through CPAC and it will put your, um, it will put your hairs on end. They're not kidding around. I don't know how much longer I can keep saying that. This is, uh, incredibly, we should be, we should all be incredibly alarmed at what we're up against.
we should be, um, we, we need to be, uh, just like we need to have that, be have that adult conversation about the 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 racist policies that are that's in our in 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 our society how these racist policies affect our society what they are i mean for example right off the bat um, funding schools through property taxes right there that's what a right at the top of the list why are there good schools and bad schools? There's that should be that's not a thing. That shouldn't even be a thing. And the reason it's because old white racists didn't want black people with uh, darker pigment in general getting too uppity, getting too ahead of themselves. Keep them in their place. So oh, relax. Okay, let's keep, let me play this. So I, well, just before I continue, it's a nightmare. Okay, we're, we're living in, I wish we were just living in interesting times, but we're living in times that are going, it's, we are, you know what, I just like to relax a little, right? But that's not happening. It will not happen until the Republican Party is legally and peacefully relegated to permanent minority status that's what has to happen and it has to happen this is why we do the show unapologetic liberal talk we have to get this word out this is because if they are successful guess what this show we won't have a show it'll be over we will go the way of other authoritarian countries before us they will tamp down on opposition, on opposing voices, or or the truth, everything will be um, great. All media will be all about how the Republicans are the the best. And if you uh, question it, uh, if you want to go to the ballot box, you'll still be able to vote. But like um, they said, like one of these filthy Republicans said back when George Bush. Stole right before he was squatting in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes. The famous story was, "Oh well, now that the voting's over, uh, it's all—it's the only thing left is the counting, and we'll take care of that." That's what one of these Republican operatives said at the time. Well, they didn't really need to take care of it because the the Supreme Court did it for them ultimately in the end and installed another illegitimate Republican president who didn't win. He did not win. I mean, how much longer? This is what Democrats do. This is what progressives do. We go, oh, well, we lost. We didn't lose. We didn't lose in 2000. People should have been in the damn streets. We should have shut this whole damn country down. But we didn't because they understand we are divided. And that's what they need. The last thing Republicans want is this absolutely vital conversation, in the least, that we need to have concerning race. All right, let's let's keep playing this. Here's this idiot who says, "I conservatives have a dream like Martin Luther King Jr." But radical Marxists have taken over this movement they call critical race theory. 
No. Shames our children. Radical Marx is always. Can they get a new shtick, these these fascists? And we all need to start saying that word. And I'm glad that it's getting out into the, it's just really is getting out there in the mainstream media. People are saying it. Just like I've been saying for years. It sucks to be right. It does. Because I don't want to be right about this. But I've been saying this for years. That they are fascists. And every Republican just beats the heart of fascism. And here we are. All right. Everything's radical Marxist. Isn't this, isn't this tedious? Get a new shtick, morons. Everything's not Marxist. Social security, Medicare, unemployment, everything. Um, they said that um, child labor laws, that was ra- radical Marxism, too. Because you couldn't tell corporations that was infringing on freedom. That's not the government's role. To tell corporations that they can't hire children? Because children have those little fingers and they get into the gears and you need them. You need them down there. Freaking bastards. Treats them differently and punishes them based on the color of their skin and tells them in America, our country, our capitalist free markets, our constitution are evil and irretrievable. No, who? I- irretrievable. Irretrievable? I'm sure he misspoke, but irretrievable? Where are, we, where are we taking it from? Is it like a book we check out of the library? It's irretrievable. This is what he's saying. That we, that progressives, that anybody who wants to talk about race, that the, the racial disparities in this country, that, that we are um, uh, telling, you know, it's cr- critical race theory is telling... Uh, people that they are evil no no bitch it's not doing that it's telling the truth it's history you don't like it but that it ain't that just like a fascist to rewrite history and and isn't it just like a fascist to whine and and falsely claim the mantle of victimhood on top of everything else they falsely claim um. America continues to be the greatest country in the world. Oh, my God. The freest land. <laughs> the and freest. Americans will fight to stop that radical Yeah, ideology. we saw that on January 6th. The freest land, free to ride working class people to the bank, unfettered by pesky government. Free. That's what freedom means to them. From taking over our schools, yeah. our companies. Our sports. Who's taking over? What critical race theory class is happening in in schools that they're talking about, in corporations, or uh, in sports? You see, yet again, it's everything. Every anything that has to do with race. If you ever worked for a corporation, you might have to take diversity training or sensitivity training. So you can work with your fellow human beings without being a dick. At least try. I mean, I know it's hard for the Republicans, but that's what it's about. Just try. Try not to be a dick. And maybe try to learn something 
But don't ever threaten a Republican with learning something, please. That's an infringement on their American birthright, which is to be ignorant and to basically uh, do all they can to ensure that the American dream is uh, is completely bastardized into into what fascism? Uh, it really is about. Um, it's, it really is about greed and selfishness and stupidity because it's the ones who are cheering. The, the idiots who are sitting in the audience are the ones they will, they, they will themselves. It's like their, um, it's like their aversion to the vaccine. You know, they're the ones who are going to feel the sting of the lash of the, of the Republican policies of the kiss up kick down policies they're going to be affected by it but but the 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 fact is they have been so systematically and systemically propagandized so instead of pointing their anger where it belongs they will point it at people with darker pigment or anybody who wants to talk about the very much needed, it's like, I don't know how else to put it, vital, meaning you can't, you gotta, you, you either live or die. That's a vi- what's your vital signs? If you don't have vital signs, you're dead. So we v- need a discussion on, on uh, our racist ass history in order to have a more perfect, to move forward together and have, you know, actualize everything. All those promises in the founding documents that so many have died for. That's what really gets to me. We're, we are, are fulfilling, we are honoring the sacrifices of everyone who ever gave their life for this country. That, we're honoring those sacrifices by having the, this conversation, a, a conversation about race, about trying, trying to to rectify the problems in our society so we can have a country that works for all what the hell is wrong with that it's not working when you have a country that is the went from the most to the least upwardly mobile that's a disgrace we got billionaires in space which is a disgrace there shouldn't be billionaires in space or on earth but that's everything that they're talking about is it drives me insane because it's they have a little bit of truth and then that it gets on my nerves because their fake patriotic bullshit message oh my god okay military now all right here growth has a solution in the education department we realize that if we change the way we fund our public schools then parents will have the tools they need to stand up to the bureaucrats, the teachers' unions, yes. the radical left. All of the radical. So we're spend it's all the radical. Next three years doing teachers' unions, we radical. Can to promote parental choice in education. Send the money through the parents. Oh wait, I have this. So that those school bureaucrats know they have to listen to them when they stay stop teaching our kids radical ideology that oh hates America. <laughs> Who the if hell is teaching that- them that? Radical ideology that hates America. What is uh what what the hell is that? 
radical ideology that hates America. They're the radical ideology that hates America. They hate the fact that this is a multiracial democracy. They hate that. They hate that this is a nation of immigrants. They cannot stand it. They hate that in a when we're as we're making a more perfect union, m- more people get to vote. That everybody should vote. They hate voting. They hate it. They hate with when people with darker pigment vote. They hate when anybody who who wants to vote Democratic. I mean, who the hell are they? You know, really, when it comes it comes down to if you really love democracy, you love America, but you hate the system of government that the founders entrusted to us. You hate the vote, the, the, having the right to vote that so many died for. You hate that. You hate that we are a nation of immigrants. You, I mean, there's no getting around it. You hate America. I mean, that's it. They hate the very essence of America. Everything that America's for. And that's why they have to redefine what America is. It's just to them, what is it? Freedom? That's that's not that's not a thing. That's an uh, it's a term. It's a you. It's like it's an. It could be anything. It's a Rorschach test. What does freedom mean? To me, I, I think you're not free if you can't go to a doctor. You're not free if you have to work seven days a week. If you have to, you can't have one job. You got to have a DoorDash and a side gig and an Uber and this. Uh, you're not free. You're not free if you can't vote. That's for sure. You can't participate and you're not free if you, when your vote, uh, they, when you don't vote the way these f- freaking fascists don't want you to vote, that they they want to write laws that um, give them the ability the ability to override your vote. This is beyond belief. I honestly, I wish it was beyond belief. It's actually happening. So let's not be fooled. We only have this window of time. While because they are actually they are counting on the midterms and it's uh, alarming. And I saw this lady who supposedly um, predicted uh, every election, whatever she I've seen her before. I can't remember her name. She was on MSNBC and she's saying there will be a a uh, a red wave in the midterms, if uh, we only have this short period of time to make sure that doesn't happen. Because that's what they're doing. They're ensuring that the, that the people can't vote. And, and, and this is what this whole critical race theory bullshit is about. All right. I know I keep interrupting it. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm exhausted. Isn't it exhausting to deal with them? Right. Go to clubforgrowth.org slash join. Sign up. We'll build an army and we'll change the way America funds our education. All right. Shut up. Shut up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Boom, boom, boom. These idiots come out. Hello. Boom, boom, boom. Hello, morons. Attorney Ian Pryor is a former former senior Department of Justice. CEO of Headwaters Media, and he's the executive director of FightForSchools.com, which you'll hear a lot more about. On this Fight panel. for Schools. Hannah Smith is a religious liberty attorney. She clerks for both Justices Thomas and Alito. 
addition to that, she's the mother of four, and she was she's recently elected to morons. a Dallas area school board with over 70% of the vote. Woo! Parents are paying attention, clearly, especially oh in Texas. Oh my God, help me. She, Van Fleet, didn't want to become an activist, but she recognized CRT from her own experience CRT. as a during China's Cultural Revolution. This lady. She's committed now to she, help Americans see what's happening in their own classrooms by sharing her own experiences. She that spoke I think a lot at of a. Children aren't even taught about these wait days, a minute. The cultural revolution. She spoke so at a she, some board meeting, a school you. board meeting. What's the left strategy? With CRT, and, uh, what the was video your went experience? viral. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like being a student in China during the Cultural Revolution? Um, yes, um, we all know what CRT is. No, you don't. Here to introduce its twin brother. We all know what CRT is. No, you don't. You don't know what it is. Define it. It's everything. It can't be everything. That's not a thing. You know, it can, it's, it can be something. You know what it is? It is what it is. And you know what that is? It's a class. It's a college class, a law school class where you discuss things. It's not policy. It's a freaking discussion. That's it. Like any other discussion that you discuss when you're in college, that's the point of college. That's like what General Milley said. That we that the that the the you know the uh, service academies are colleges, they're they're universities. That that the people coming out of there need to be educated. The officers in the military need an education. They need to understand this country. They need to under just be decent, well-rounded people. Not morons, not not QAnon, ma like mega morons. They can be, they can read things. You don't have to necessarily. I mean, I read a million books in college. It doesn't mean that you're you're. I mean, I could read Anne Rand if I wanted to. That won't make me a friggin' moron or a sociopath. Called CCT, okay. and that's mouse. Class Unbelievable theory. They it's a use th the it's same nothing. strategy. Is to uh, what strategy? Into opposing um, groups. One is oppressor. One is oppressed. Bullshit. And it's a th it's a conversation about the power structures, which obviously we got a big problem. Since the United States is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap, that's a friggin' problem. And that's also not democracy. To them, you see, if this were another time, it, it, it's the same old argument. They use the same arguments. This whole cultural Marxism thing is, is rooted in anti-Semitism as well. It's like the Nazis communism the eternal jew it all it, uh, it it's the same it's all buzzwords meaning the same thing but let's continue share the same ancestor uh, that is the guy called karl marx so what and, uh, even if that's true who cares all, both it's a discussion disguise themselves as something they are really not so talk CRT, about it presented itself as an advocate for racial justice, yeah. CCT as the liberator of the oppressed from the oppression of feudalism, capitalism, and imperialism. One of the what are these people saying? Uh, uh, 
uh, everything and it's everything. It's just everything. CCT um, believe that you are guilty at birth. Bullshit. You are born bullshit. Parents who are complete and utter as bullshit. The, uh, class enemy you are. No. At birth. CRT. No. Recognizing power structures and trench power structures doesn't mean that it's, that's not what that's not what it is. It's a a conversation. That's why these people are fascists on top of it. Here's another example. They need to dictate what everybody learns, especially the youth. We know what they did to the to the youth in Germany. Everyone had to go with the Nazi playbook, the Nazi school book. Couldn't learn. So they had to learn racial theories and, uh, and everything. Um, there was no discussions. I mean, they had the damn book burning. What's the damn difference? You can't discuss the laws in this country, critical race theory. It's just a freaking conversation. It's a college class, you morons. No kid is um is taking critical race theory and nothing that there's none, none of the things that they're saying is true in any way shape or form nobody is going to little white kids and saying little johnny you're an oppressor no one that happened absolutely i have let me see do i have the the, the numbers here oh it happened ap- um zero times that's not happening it's unbelievable. Why? Why? What the hell? I mean, is there anybody listening from Ireland? I know we have people from England. We have people from Germany. Can you get me the hell out of here? Are there any nice lesbians in Ireland that, I don't know. I mean, you, you have a couch. You got room for me and three cats. This is, I can't take it. But really, I, I do believe this. If they are successful in the midterms with their coup, I, I'm seriously going to consider getting the F out of here. If that, if you're born white, you are inherently a racist. Bullshit. And you Bullshit. have white privilege, no matter how poor you are. Well, that's true. You have white privilege. That's white privilege. Look at all look at all of the portraits of the founders. Okay? Look at you also have white male privilege, okay? We're trying to make a more perfect union without you goddamn albatrosses dragging us down constantly. You don't like it? Then change it. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to have a better society. That works for everybody, but what does what does working for all mean? It means that we're not the least upwardly mobile. That we are actually the ones where, if you're born in America, you 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 can you are more apt to rise and have a better standard of living than your parents. That doesn't happen anymore. That's not the case anymore. We have the numbers. Reaganomics has destroyed this country. And the middle class is now below 50% of the population since the first time since the first Gilded Age. So this is not working. But for Republicans, it is. 
this is what they're afraid of. They don't want a, a revolution legally and peacefully or not. A, a revolution of the workers, the people of the world, the workers of the world unite. Yeah, that's the thing. If the American people finally realize, if all Americans understand that the working class, regardless of pigment, that we're in this together, then we are unstoppable. And that's what they know, that we will have a country that works for all, that we will, when we pay our taxes, that we get services back, that we'll be, we'll have health care, education, that we invest in each other like in civilized nations, that it's not just funneled into the hands of people who can't spend it in a million lifetimes and pass it on to their, their, their undeserving heirs in the new American aristocracy that they're building. When the American people used to understand that you can't have an aristocracy, aristocracies and democracies don't mix, but hey, freedom, right? And uh, both of them have the same goal. That is to divide, conquer, and control people. Who's controlling? And what is cancel culture? Cancel culture crazy. is to cancel the culture of oppressed. They're the oppressed in this scenario. Cancel culture is to cancel the oppressed. It's everything. It's cancel culture. It's uh, all of their buzzwords together. It's 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 uh, Marxism. It's socialism. It's it's cultural Marxism. It's it's everything that and it's it's just it's goddamn everything. During the Cultural Revolution, we were instructed to destroy four old things: okay. old thoughts, old tradition, old. Um, custom and old habit that is Chinese civilization what does this you see it means nothing it says nothing she's saying nothing this woman is saying zero she's got nothing nothing it's just words like everything else we've broken down a few other conservative I don't know different videos that we've had of conservative speaking and we, when we really just listen to it, it doesn't mean anything. We've broken it down. Like, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, I used to be part of the LGBT community. I used to go back, whatever that means. It means nothing. They just say words. It's buzzwords. Oppressor, oppressed, critical race theory, Marxism, cultural Marxism, socialism, uh, white fragility. I mean, wait, it gets worse. I'm sorry. And they canceled it and replaced cancel culture uh, from um, uh, something from the West, cultural Marxism. And what CRT is aiming at is to destroy the system. They call it systemic racism. Oh, it's systemic. You can't say racism, systemic. And uh, yeah, um, structural racism. Okay. What that they are aiming at. Can't say structural racism. Destroy the foundation of this oh. country. Oh, okay. That is the so Western wait, 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 wait. So the foundation of the country is structural racism. Is that what you're saying? They want to destroy it's cancel culture, destroy systemic racism, and structural racism, with the goal of destroying this country. What are you talking about? What are we destroying? 
Are we destroying stru- stru- structural racism? Is that it? Because that's a good thing. That's actually good. If you're interested in having a country that works for more than just the billionaires in space. But it's all a bunch of words that mean nothing. She's just saying words, cancel culture, everything that they're <gasps> I'm triggered, 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 triggered. So many things to trigger me. Racism. MLK had a dream, didn't he? Where's MLK's dream? He had a dream that we can all be judged by the content of our character, not our skin, meaning F you. F you. If you're, um, if this country wants to talk about the fact that African-Americans, uh, people, families with darker pigment have one-tenth the wealth of families with lighter pigment. F you. Content of your character, I guess. I guess that's the content of the character, right? It's not, it has nothing to do with structural racism, right? This is what they're saying. This is why they're, they're full of it. Because nobody confronts them on this, too. And I wish somebody would. Because I know sometimes, I, I get the suspicion that sometimes some Democrats might watch this show. And then I've heard the very words that come out of my mouth come out of others' mouths, which is fine. I'm glad. This is what we're doing the show for, to keep, it, keep the message going, to, to give the unapologetic liberal message the impetus it needs. The, take back your country, progressives. It's the, the United States is a progressive country. Everything about it, regardless of the hypocrisy, Yes, and this is what we're trying to deal with. We're trying to make it, uh, the, the, the founding promises come to fruition. But then nobody ever um, confronts them on this, and I wish somebody would. Ask one of these, these racists, one of these freaks, one of these CPAC morons, or just ask um, Uncle Tim Scott, because he said there's no racism. America's let me be clear. Read my lips. No new taxes and America is not a racist country. So, okay. Why, Uncle Tim? Why is that? Why is it that African-American or people with darker pigment have uh, one-tenth the wealth? People with lighter pigment. What's that about? Is this... Is that because of the content of their character? Is this what you're telling me? Because it's to me, it seems like it's because of policy, just like the middle class, the white middle class was created by policy. And policy kept people with darker pigment in their place, quote unquote. Policies like funding schools through property taxes. Policies like the policy of the GI Bill that allowed white service members to use their GI Bill money to buy houses or go to college. That wasn't afforded to service members of darker pigment to say, but they took a bullet just the same. They wore the same uniforms. They had the same American flag patch on their sleeves, but they couldn't use their GI Bill money to buy homes. 
if that's not systemic racism, what the hell isn't? And that's how many uh, middle class, that's how a middle class was built for the white middle class through buying a home and then passing it on. And that home uh, accumulates value. And that's why white people, white families have uh, more wealth, period. The one, I mean, I think it's like 100,000 for every hundred thousand uh, in white family wealth, it's uh, around. I think it's less than ten thousand in comparison for people uh, families with darker pigment. So what 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 happened there? Is that policy? That's not racism, or that's the content of character? You're telling me that's what they're saying. You see, so that's why I'm asking if anybody. Get that question out there. Ask these people. What are you going to say? What I mean, it's either or, right? It's either a racist policy or you're telling me it's because people with darker pigment are just worth less. Is that it? They just don't work as hard. That's why you got to keep um, teach them the dignity of work. Is that it? That's what they say about uh, public assistance. Can't give any public assistance. Sort of like, well, what's going on with the extra money in the pandemic? Oh, it's people just so lazy. Lay, laying out in that hammock. That social safety net hammock. Because we just got it too damn good. It's ridiculous. All right. And our constitution. So You're exactly right. And I just want to add, can you imagine? Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's so inspirational to hear her talk because she's Who lived through it? this um, in China. And she makes us look so unracist by having somebody who isn't um, a white person. She lived through it. What does she live through? She sounds like a kook who really is doesn't understand. She's everything, telling us everything, everything you everywhere you look. It's it's cancel culture. It's. Whatever, what, what, just give me a list of buzzwords. That's what it is. Can you imagine the trauma that we're inflicting Listen on our school-aged kids when we teach them that just because you're born white means that you are inherently a racist? Oh, my God. Inherently an oppressor? Nobody you know, said critical that. Critical race theory takes its um, origin from critical theory, and critical theory is really a rejection of the Enlightenment. It's no, it's not. You see, the and a rejection of the of the enlightenment. That sounds like conservatism to me. It's like it's a rejection of the enlightenment. That's all they could just throw it out there. What does that mean? Okay, show your work. It's a rejection of the enlightenment. Show your work. Go. Oh, you no, know, you have nothing. How is it a rejection of the enlightenment? What is it? It's it's everything. Oh, okay. But it's a rejection. It's cancel culture. It's what else? Rejection of reason. Critical theory says that we look through everything through the lens of power. Who are no, it's well, that really is a thing. But that's sort of like an academic exercise, you know, that lets you have a critical thought pattern. This is what happens in college, in school. You, let's look at this through the lens of that. 
let's put ourselves in others' shoes. Let's, you know, let's open our minds. Isn't that what freedom is all about? What the, uh, they, I mean, they're not doing these this in authoritarian countries. They're not allowed to talk about it. Oh, oops. Here we go. Can't talk about this. Can't talk about... Uh, now you can't talk about race. Everything is that. The oppressors and who are the oppressed? Well, critical race theory was born here in the United States in the 1970s at Harvard Law School. And critical race theory says that we look at race as the key factor in every human relationship. So is that's what it is? It's a, like, I repeat, it is a freaking class it's a conversation. It's an academic exercise. It's yeah, supposed to make you think, you know, see things, open your mind. You are white. You're inherently an oppressor. If you are a person of color, you are inherently oppressed. Can That's you imagine bullshit. the psychological? It's total bullshit. Nobody, nobody says that. It's, it's so unreal. Yeah, Jim on the chat. Marxists hiding in the shadows. They've been hiding in the shadows for, for decades, clearly. Everything is Marxism. Everything is be afraid, be scared. You know it. This is just another day in Republican bizarro world. This is what we've been dealing with forever. Before I was born, they, they, people were dealing with this. Anytime you try to t make a leap forward as a more perfect union in any way. Here comes the backlash. Here comes them, the right-wingers. They, can, they can't afford it. They can't, they don't, it doesn't fit into their, into the scheme because they worked really hard for the past 40 years, turning the United States from the most to the least upwardly mobile. They're not turning back now. They're not going to, what do you mean? Like progressives are trying to ensure, first of all, the entire working class has been put on the ropes, turned into the working poor. This shouldn't even be a thing. They're, I mean, that alone makes me, makes my head explode. That term working poor. That's disgusting. And they talk about it just on regular, on corporate media, working poor. And nobody blinks an eye. And that's why we do the show, because we're here to say, um, hello, that's, there shouldn't be a thing called working poor, especially in the richest country on earth. You should be all, if, if that's the case, you should be ashamed to be promoting that system. And you should be an advocate for reforming it. You see? So as progressives, we've been up against the, this conservatism with its greed-centered fingers around our national neck for decades, turning us from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the help of both sides, of course. The Democrats jumping on that bandwagon. Government is the problem. Government. While, you know, what? Throwing platitudes at us. Wearing, uh, you know, culturally sensitive scarves and kneeling for photo ops. 
So we need, uh, we need, we need, you know, this is what's been going on. We've been trying to make a more perfect union and the conservatives have been dragging us back past, uh, past the American revolution, back to the old, the dark ages. Cause that's really the, the end game here. When you just take it out to its, to its conclusion, take their, their, uh, agenda to its conclusion and we are in the dark ages again that's it i mean you know it always you guys know i love history and i always i think and i love roman history especially and i talk about it a lot and and what always fascinates me is how i mean how evolved in many ways technology technically evolved the romans were you have running water in their homes and then how everything went backwards after when the Rome was especially, I mean, you could see it in uh, how, when Rome left Britain, how things devolved. So they didn't have running water in their homes in the 18 or the 1700s, but they had it in, in the, in, in uh, you know, hundred BC. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But that's, in my opinion, partly, that's because of conservatism. The, the, if Christianity, if Rome, in my opinion, if it never went Christian, we'd be living in a much different world. This, that's the Dark Ages. Making education a providence of the rich. This is the world they're recreating. And don't think we can't, we can't go back there because that's what they're doing. Like Mitt Romney said, you should get as much education as you can afford. Their vilification of government schools. That's what they're talking about. They don't want to have the United States. They don't want us having a common story. And which is absolutely vital with having a functioning society and having a successful society because you have to be able to, you have to know what we're doing. What's this thing that we're doing? What is a, a democratic republic? What, what, how, how come they are so fragile? What's, what's required of us to maintain it? And what they're doing, what the Republicans are doing, I mean, just their attacks on the press, they're packing the courts, all of this. These are fascist tactics, but they're taking us back, just rolling back the American Revolution. Talk about a rejection of the Enlightenment. That's what they're doing. They're rolling back the Enlightenment. They want to ensure that the rich own and run everything. And everybody else just toils and that's it. When you're dead, you'll get your mansion in heaven. But don't expect government to do anything for you. This is, that's the system that they're building. Because government is the problem, right? It's not the solution. Never mind we the people. Never mind pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other. They, they got theirs. I got mine. 
Go find this. Go find a Lord to serve. That's it. That's what they're doing. The church, you have a problem. If you fall through the cracks, you fall on hard times, go to the church. Go to the church for your, um, for any kind of assistance. That's what they're doing. I mean, prove me wrong. School, they don't want to, they want the, they hate government schools. What's the, what's the, well, government schools, public schools are, it should be one of the pro, the, one of the, uh, I don't know, the, I'm trying to find the right word. Something that instills pride in us. That we don't live in a country of ignoramuses. That it's, that we uh, have the freedom. That's how successful a constitutionally limited democratic republic is. Because the most people get uh, to share a fair share in the wealth that their labor makes possible and thereby we have that we we're afforded the luxury of a youth of having youth they, they don't have to go work you're not having babies so they can work on the farm you're you have children because you love that's you that's a human thing you're connecting and loving you're you know making more uh human beings to love and they're they they can have a childhood they can learn they go to school and that prepares them to, to be functional uh, members of society contributing to society so we invest in each other and everyone has a you know just that's what uh your 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 minimum level of education would be everybody can read i mean this is you go through history this that's not a thing that's a different that's the difference partly part of it but education was a providence of the rich writing a providence of the rich reading that's what they're doing jesus christ <clears throat> All right, let's keep going with these with these kooks. Trauma that we're inflicting on our school-aged kids by telling them they're inherently bad if they're born white, Nobody or if they're that. born a person of color, they're inherently a victim. Oh, That's bullshit. exactly why we bullshit. stood up and fought against critical race theory in our schools. Somebody, no, this please, all somebody, just anybody, find me, get me the kid. With everyone having a little um, camera a movie camera in their phone, everyone carrying a phone. So, there's no video of this where a kid said, Mommy, I went to school today and they told me I was an oppressor. Nobody. No one has done... No one did that. That's not a thing. Or, Mommy, I went to school one day today and they told me I was, uh, I was being oppressed. That's not happening. I'm so sick of them. You know, we have so many things that we have to deal with. And yet again, all the time, oh my God, we have to deal with these, with, the, with their manias. Right-wing manias. I, I say all the time, get the help you need. Get the help. That's why we need universal health care including medical uh, mental health care 
So these these cons can get the help they need instead of inflicting it on us, inflicting it outward constantly, inflicting their manias. But we we have so many actual problems that we need to address. Everything real that we need to address is fake to them. Climate change, the coronavirus, right? All of the actual problems, the income disparity, upward immobility, all of the real things, the, uh, the, the um, species-ending events like climate change, that's not real. But this is real. But this bullshit. So we have to, yet again, constantly be forced into dealing with their manias. Like all the time. Every time we try to do something to make the, the, the country better, the world better, us better, in comes the freaks, the whiners. I, I, I can never forget all of those Obamacare town halls. The screaming, the crying, the get your government hands off my Medicare, the Coke-funded buses, the death panels, death panels. There's going to be death panels. Who the, what the, but no one ever um, asks them to apologize, you know, just apologize for wasting our time. Where Where are the death panels? There are no death panels, you scum. There never, and well, there were, there are death panels in the for-profit insurance racket, you never whined about them. The ones that kick people off when they get sick. The ones that deny health care. We know there are people, the, the 35,000 who die needlessly every year for lack of care, for not being able to afford health care. Needlessly. They have something that, they, that can be cured. But they needlessly die. That makes me sick. These are things that are that we need to address. But instead, we're friggin' addressing this shit, this bullshit. Again. What I mean, everything they go on about is a, is baloney. We they are constantly they have their they poop their diapers, they stamp their little toddler feet, and we all have to stop and address the tantrum. Like a baby, yeah, like a baby in a department store. Baba, I got a poopy diapy, and everybody has to stop. We all have to address the tantrum. But meanwhile, um, the the everything's on fire. We have actual things that we need to address. The house is on fire, and they're having a tantrum. About nothing. That, that, uh, somebody, please, show me the kid. Show me the kid. Get me the video of the kid. Of course there's no video of this. Because it doesn't, it doesn't exist. No teacher, no adult, no normal person anywhere. No one's discussing critical race. They're, and every school district knows this. But they have to endure them. And this is what they do. So you want to serve your community and you get elected to the school board. 
because you're a decent citizen. You're, you're civic-minded. You want to give back or whatever it might be. And then in comes the QAnon parade, the freak show. You got to endure their abuse, the harassment, doxing you, um, asking you, uh, attacking you as if you're uh, spreading bullshit that you're in the Chinese Communist Party, even though you're a third generation American. This is what they did to one, one man. But we all have to stop and address the babies having a tantrum. Talking, I mean, get the fuck. Will they please secede already? I don't even know. Sometimes I'm like, but uh, sometimes I'm just like, okay. Then the other times I'm like, get the F out. Just get out. Why don't we? I don't know, man. Split this shit up already. Anybody else tired of this? All right, here, here. It gets better. She has tied it into what the communists in China did during the Cultural Revolution. We know this has been going on in America for a while. Ian, what <laughs> are the other so much communism here. here? We know that this is—it's becoming an industry too, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's not it's, just a movement; it's, an it's actually a business. It's, it's what? A- like what you're doing? These people are fundraising off of this shit. But it's becoming a business. Critical race theory is a business? No, it's a class in college. I'm going to start crying. $8 billion industry. And, you know, what happens is you'll get these schools and they'll bring in these equity consultants to come in oh, and another basically word. find the racism. And it's like bringing your car to the shop. I mean, who, who brings their car to the shop and leaves without getting, you know, oh, you gotta, you gotta get your tires rotated, you gotta get your uh, fluid changed, you gotta do this. Of course they're gonna find it. So, you know, of I, course. First, I first Maybe learned about this there. in Loudoun County Public Schools. If somebody comes in and, and addresses and studies a corporation, let's say, and maybe, maybe it's actually there. Maybe there is systemic racism in the corporation. That needs to be addressed. That's why you hired the consultant. Isn't that freedom? But he's saying that, oh, of course you're going to find it. When you bring your car to the shop, then um, of course you're going to find something wrong with it. No, not necessarily. Unless you're bringing it to a huckster. So like these freaks... You know, I, I attended a virtual school board, and they talked about all of this uh, this equity assessment that they did. And I just I wondered, well, how much did they pay for that? So I decided oh to, to FOIA the uh, the documents, yes. the contract, the bills, and I found always... out that they paid five hundred thousand dollars to this equity collaborative in twenty nineteen. Who knows? That's even true. Turns out they're still on contract for six hundred and twenty five dollars an hour. Who even knows if this is true? But he's talking about equity because Biden signed an executive order advancing racial equity. So that's that's now a new word that they're it's a new buzzword that they're that they're scaremongering over. So. You can't do anything, you can't address the the actual problems this country faces because the right wing fascists are triggered and well, it's really beyond that. It's also they are triggered. See, they know their they know their audience, 
and they know that they're they're inherent racists and they're fear based. So here they 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 know how to activate their large amygdalas by tickling these racist funny bones. This is a tactic. It's a dis- it's a distraction tactic, and all the while the rich get richer. And the working class becomes the working poor, the entrenched working poor, forever and ever, amen. While all over the country, from sea to shining sea, the the fascists, the anti-democratic, un-American, America-hating, authoritarian, dictator-wannabe con men and their enablers are forcing um, these anti-democratic, small-D democratic voter, voter suppression bills that nobody wants. The only people who want it are the racists who don't want people to vote. And they're doing it using the same terminology as, as they've always done, uh, the same Jim Crow excuses, the same excuses that racists have always recycled because it's the same. They don't have any new ideas. Like I say, there's nothing about them that's new. They're as old as uh, the primordial ooze. Same old, same old. Make the rich richer. And and what kind of things are they doing? They're they're doing things like anonymous reporting portals. So there's in Loudoun County Public Schools. There's now an anonymous bias portal where. Students and parents can anonymously report other students for incidents of bias. And then you click through and it's, you know, some of the things are are legitimate, but other things are not being inclusive. And then what? First of all, prove it. Um, Who knows? I did. I Googled this to see what the hell he was talking about. Of course, I only found it on right wing cesspool sites. Who knows what it is? It's some some reporting system. So, okay, whatever. So what? They do with that information. They give it to the equity office. Oh. And the equity ambassadors who get to have these. Isn't dis- that scary? Equity. When you do it like that, you know, we the people in order to make a more perfect union, mm-hmm, establish justice and ensure domestic Twank, tranquility? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Provide for the common de- defense? Mm-mm. Who knows what that means? Promote the general welfare, everyone? Huh? And ensure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity? Oh, 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 oh. Cultural Marxism. That's cultural Marxism. Who are you telling me in order to perform a more perfect union? Who's in this general welfare that they're talking about? Establish justice? What kind of justice? What do you mean uh, ensure domestic tranquility? That's, uh, that's, That's communism. That's cultural Marxism. That's cancel culture. You're trying to cancel... The domestic in- untranquility, or whatever. What's the opposite of that word? Domestic, what's tranquility? What's that? Now I'm c- curious. Tranquility. Quality antonym. 
Antonin. Commotion. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Who? One man's tranquility is another's commotion. That sounds like cultural Marxism. That sounds like, where's your, uh, there's no um, meritocracy there. Provide? What? Promote? Huh? Huh. The general welfare? What is that? That sounds like, that's communism. That's Marxism. ...about students who have been anonymously reported and have no idea about that. And what so does this have to do with go wrong in high CRT? Well, you can make anonymous reports on your friends for just about anything you want to do. Well, that sounds like you. That sounds like the fascist policies that Twitler wanted to instill. Wasn't he all about anonymous reporting of uh, who of people who are undocumented? And, and there, was, uh, there was something else now that I'm thinking about this that let me see trump wants people to report on their neighbors i remember something you know it's been such a disgusting four years trump report on your neighbors yeah that's what it says for suspicious activities Trump said late Tuesday that everyday Americans should monitor their neighbors for questionable behavior. <laughs> of course, that's uh, subjective. Their, re their real greatest resource is all of you because you have all those eyes and you see what's happening, he told his uh, dumbasses at Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. People move into a house a block down the road. You know who's going in. You could see the report, and you could see and report to the police. You're pretty smart, right? You, we know if there's something going on, report them. Most likely you'll be wrong, but okay. So when they break the door down and murder you, or with a no-knock warrant, warrant, okay. That's the best way. Everybody's their own cop, in a way. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Trump's remarks expand on his recent calls for surveillance of America's mosques. He also criticized President Obama. This was while he was running. This is before ugh, the last four years. Um, he criticized President Obama for not monitoring the nation's Islamic worship centers for extremism. There's something going on in the mosques and other places. There's some nastiness. There's some meanness there. Why is President Obama so empathetic and not solving the problem? And the, the article says, the outspoken billionaire said... There you go. But this is another example of the bullshit corporate media. This is an article from The Hill from 2016 saying Trump, um, quoting Trump as an outspoken billionaire. He's not a billionaire. He's a con man. All right. I will contend for, to the day I die. He's not a billionaire. No billionaire has to pay off porn stars in installments. And no billionaire, now that... The um, the Trump tax 
BS is going on. You know, all of uh, his the company is being criminally charged for tax evasion. That's the other thing. He's he's evading taxes on like a million dollars. He's a billionaire. Pay it off. Pay. Why? What are you doing? Pay. Uh, uh, pu- pulling these schemes. For it's isn't that chump change for a billionaire? The whatever it was, he had to pay like two hundred fifty thousand dollars on something. Just pay it if you're a billionaire. All right. I I don't know. But of course, he didn't pay it. He never. He got. He received a subsidy in return. We paid him for being the biggest loser. Okay, let's continue with this. There's no abuse potential in that one. Well, and there's serious due process concerns with that well, as well. What, what does that have to do with what you're supposedly talking about? That, and this is what I'm saying is that everything, everything that they're they're putting everything under this umbrella. It's critical race theory. It's. Uh, it's cultural Marxism. It's this thing. It's this anonymous reporting thing that has nothing to do with anything. It's, it's everything. It's everything and anything. Meaning it's nothing. I mean, are kids getting their rights protected in that process? So there's a huge industry of people who are making money off getting kids to hate themselves, hate their parents, <laughs> hate their country, nationalize the education system. Well, that's right. And the reason why we have local school boards is because we want the hate community to decide what values it wants its children to be learning. In what? Who's telling kids to hate themselves? Hate yourself, hate your country. Who? Who? Nobody. That's who. But we have to entertain these fascists while they're busy destroying the American exp- uh, experiment. Okay. Right? That's why we elect people to represent our values on the school board. But these DEI audits, they come in and they try and nationalize our curriculum. Oh, my by God. making every school look exactly like every other school. Holy, and that's not holy what our federal system um, contemplated when we set up local school boards well that's because of racism you see oh i know it's hard to to, to, you know uh, reality reality has a liberal bias it's hard to try to keep up you this the the local school thing and like i said that's all a part of racism keeping people down keep certain people in their place but they they don't even see it. That's why, you know, you have everybody has blind spots. They don't want anybody to uh, to point them out to them because they're not mature enough to to deal with it. Really, that's what it comes down to. They don't. They lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. It takes maturity. Yeah, it would be like in college, like I was saying, when you read, you read, so the, the professor assigns you some literature, you read, do the reading, you come back to class. If you don't do the reading, you know, you're, you're pretty much dead in the water. So you do the reading, sometimes you have to write a paper, and then you come back and you discuss the reading. That's, that's it. 
but they but imagine having to dis- do that with uh, infants imagine assigning them college level course material and then asking them to come back to the class next week and we'll discuss it what a what a what a you know it wouldn't be such a scintillating conversation i imagine because they're not capable of it they're not capable of that kind of reasoning and and that kind of understanding yet so that's why it's not happening okay crt is getting such traction now in the media that now its proponents have shifted the way they've been marketing it, and now they're saying that we're making everything up. There is no CRT, right? This is all a boogeyman that, that we have made, okay, the parents here we have made go. up to be able to get new laws passed in states, to take over school boards, et cetera. It is real. Oh. You've all seen it. <laughs> How do parents identify it? How do we counter the new message that this is just a figment of everybody's imagination? Well, you know, I think that the, the key phrases they, they will use, they'll say, equity, culturally responsive learning. Those are really the two, two big phrases that they like to use. Now, equity. equity is not equality. Equity is equal results. So we're going we're gonna to tinker with policies to make sure that everybody ends up in the same place. It's anti- Bullshit. See, like I said, Biden just signed an executive order naming equity, had equity in the title. That's why they're all, oh, equity? This is horrible. Let's see, Biden. Yes. Executive order on advancing racial equity and support for underserved community through the federal government. Oh, that's scary. And that's another buzzword. Look out for underserved. Equity opportunity is the bedrock of American democracy, and our diversity is one of our country's greatest strengths. But for too many, the American dream remains out of reach, entrenched disparities in our laws and public policies and in our public and private institutions have often denied that equal opportunity to individuals and communities. Our country faces converging economic, health, and climate crises that have exposed and exacerbated inequalities while a historic movement for justice has highlighted the unbearable human costs of systemic racism. (gasps) All of these buzzwords in this one executive order that says equity. Our nation deserves an ambitious whole-of-government equity agenda that matches the scale of opportunities and challenges we face. It is therefore the policy of my administration that the federal government should pursue a comprehensive approach to advancing equity for all. Oh my God including people of color and others who have been historically underserved, marginalized, and adversely affected by persistent poverty and inequality. Affirmatively advancing equity, civil rights, racial justice, and equal opportunity is the responsibility of the whole of our government, because advancing equity requires a systemic approach to embedding fairness in decision-making processes processes or whatever, um, executive departments and agencies must recognize and work to redress inequalities in their policies and programs that serve 
as barriers to equal opportunity. Oh, well, that, that is goddamn Marxism, cultural Marxism, and uh, all uh, everything else that is um, incredibly frightening in one anti-freedom-loving, uh, tri-corner-hat-wearing message. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? We're going to add that. That's what they're going to do. They're going to add equity to the list of buzzwords to, to be frightened about. Destroy the system. Systemic racism. Structural. Cancel culture. Marginalized. Of, of just look out for these buzzwords. Underserved. Nobody wants to say anything. Don't talk about it. Artocracy. It's anti-liberalism. In, it's anti-equality for all. Exactly. Unbelievable. It's to a ten-year-old opportunity, it rejects equality of opportunity for equity of results. But it's, no. it's a ten-year-old. The world. It's 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 asking to actually for equity of opportunity, not results. You freaking. But you see, you see what I'm saying, guys. They're just making words come out of their mouths. There's a whole bunch of words. But it means nothing. Word equity sounds a lot like equality. I mean, it's very confusing and it's very <laughs> deliberate. From Unbelievable. I just want to uh, uh, say that everything that is happening in our school and in our country, I mean, everything happened during the Cultural Revolution. Oh, my God. And uh, we, uh, during the Cultural Revolution, the uh, uh, students, and it's very important to know that the uh, Cultural Revolution started in school started in college oh. campus and spread to all over the country. And that's what we see here too. And the, uh, um, everything like uh, teaching the fake uh, history. Fake history? 1917. Oh. Uh, oh, that's fake, 1619 right. 1619 China, is fake. 3,000 years Chinese history was in, reduced to class struggle between the oppressed and the oppressor. Oh my God. And we banned books. We banned the whole Well, Chinese isn't that what you're doing? Literature. And here we start to see that. Um, Tom Sawyer and uh, um, Dr. Seuss are banned. So well, Dr. Seuss wasn't banned. It was, um, it was a capitalist decision not to sell three friggin' books out of their, their library because they were old, old-fashioned insensitive racist we've gotten better we've evolved they want their dr seuss books well that's capitalism i'm sorry i thought you liked capitalism and freedom and free market that's the free freaking market the free market said um it's not good we we don't want to sell these racist books anymore that's the free market but they want them. They need them. You got to have racist books. They want they want to force a for-profit company into selling something in their catalog that they don't want to sell. Isn't that doesn't that sound like communism or something or something? It sounds like fascism, communism, the what else does it sound like? It's everything, right? It sounds like everything that they supposedly don't want. 
It's just pointing out how, how ridiculous they are. I'll just give you a few more buzzwords that you can look for if you're trying to figure out if CRT is being backdoored into your school curriculum. Backdoor, So look she for said. equity, as Ian said. Look for <laughs> diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, look for social emotional learning. Social emotional learning is now the equity lever in our schools. So social emotional learning started off as teaching kids about emotional resilience, how to have good behavior in class. But now it's turning into um, teaching kids how to realize their full self-identity. And that identity analysis looks at bias, implicit bias, all of those buzzwords, those are CRT. So look for culturally responsive teaching, look for cultural competence, cultural proficiency, look for white supremacy, white fragility, white uh, bias, implicit bias. All of these terms are buzzwords that have their roots in critical race theory. You, you dumb scums. Honestly, how much longer? How much longer do we have to take it? These people are not, I mean, it's, it's not like they're the outliers anymore. Yes, they're the minority. They are a minority death cult, a greed-centered minority death cult. That's what they are. Anti-American, anti-democratic. But they are, um, this is the major, one of the two major political parties in this country. And they are, they are full of it. They are full of nothing but lies. So we, we really need to be alarmed and fight them legally and peacefully. Fight them with uh, of the full knowledge of what we're dealing with. We're not going to convince them. We're not trying to win them over they, the, to get them on side. They're incapable of it. We have to reach the people who are reachable. That's not them. Keep an eye on the children, too, right? I mean, I, I know people, I know parents whose children come home look now at this. and are depressed and look at their mother and they say, my teacher told me I'm a bad person and you're a bad person and then we shouldn't have what we have and just because you work hard, you know, you're privileged that you got there to begin with. Parents need to talk to their children and really look for changes in <laughs> attitude is really to, to take down their self-esteem. That is uh, well, that's such exactly right. and, absolute you know, bullshit. Let's hear that again. Let's see. It's this one, talk and not her. Here, here, here. And look at their mother and they say, my teacher told me I'm a bad person and you're a bad person and then we shouldn't have what we have and just because you work hard, you know, you're privileged that you got there to begin with. Parents need to talk to their children. And no one! Ever that never happened. Kid, this is what she said. She actually said that, and nobody said, uh, "Hey, are you uh, are you tripping, bitch?" So social emotional learning started off as teaching kids about emotional resilience. Oh, shut up, lady. Where is she? Where's this one? I should have cut that clip out on its own because it was. It's just... and, and keep an eye on the children too, right? I mean, I, I know people. I know parents whose children come home now and are depressed. And look at their mother and they say, my teacher told me I'm a bad person. That's such bullshit. It's like, is that like Trump's friend Jim? You know, Jim who doesn't go to Paris anymore. 
Paris. I used to go to Paris. What a beautiful city. I can't go there anymore. Because of something. I don't know. Now it's critical race theory. I used to go to Paris. Now there's critical race theory everywhere. I can't. I, I just can't. I can't even... I can't walk down the street without tripping over critical race theory. I was walking. I tripped. I was like, damn you, critical race theory. Tripped over a hen and a... What was that? Tripped over a straw and a hen kicked me? I tripped over a, a crack in the sidewalk and critical race theory kicked me when I was down. Watch your kids. I know f parents whose kids come home and they say, my teacher told me I was a bad person today. That's what she said. That's exactly what she said. Who, who in the audience, in the chat, anybody believe her? Uh, the, my parent, my teacher told me I was a bad person. That's, you're a, you're a liar. Did your teacher tell you not to lie? With their mother and they say, my teacher told me I'm a bad person and you're a bad person and then we shouldn't have what we- That's what they said. You're a bad per- I'm a bad person. You're a bad person. And your mama's a bad person and you shouldn't have what you have. You see where, we, where we're going? Because no, no policy will ever be accepted. No policy of uh, equity, of of having a, a country that works for all. If it's not a tax cut to the 1%, it's communism. It's critical race theory. It's everything. It's, uh, it's telling kids that they're bad. My teacher, do you believe that? My teacher told me I was a bad person and that you're a bad person, mommy, and that we shouldn't have what we have. Because it's not equ it's not equity. We're not we didn't earn it. It's privilege. And just because you work hard, you know. You because you work hard. Yeah, that's what your teacher said, right? That's what she said, or he. Privilege that you got there to begin with. And they say it with a straight face. Liars, you filthy fascist liar! How dare you? How dare you lie? Well, how did you learn to lie? So so disgustingly and without apology who what kid what what parent name names in critical race theory and, and keep an eye on the children too right i mean i i know people i know parents whose children you know come home people? now and are depressed they come oh look at their mother and they say my teacher told me i'm a bad person and you're a bad person and then we shouldn't have what we have and just because you work hard you know, your privilege that you got there to begin with. Parents you need to talk to their children and look for changes in, in And attitude. they're shaking their heads. Yes, yes. I know people whose kids come home and they and their teachers say, and they're depressed. Because the teacher said, I'm a bad person and mommy, you're a bad person because we have things and we didn't, we shouldn't have them because they're privileged and we worked hard. You fuck. You filthy, disgusting, fascist, unabashed, unapologetic liar. Divide and conquer. 
I mean, where? In hell. When hell finally engulfs these people, I'm sure they'll, they, they, they'll be in good company. I mean, they'll be comfortable there with the rest of the fascists. Food and behavior too, right? Because p- part of this is really to, to take down their self-esteem. Really? Is that it? That's what we're doing. That's what teachers are doing. They're taking down the kid's self-esteem. You know who's taking down self-esteem? Them. The Republicans who don't want any, who, who are the agents of oligarchy and oppression in this country, who are ensuring that the little kitties won't live in a country that where they're, they, they, they could pretty much guarantee that they're going to do better than their parents. That ain't happening here. They want to make sure that they aren't earning living wages. Unless they're an entrepreneur, you got to be a businessman or come up with a bookstore online or something. Some scam or maybe a vitamin scam or you could put your, your tacky name on some buildings or a fake university scam. If you come up with a scam then you're worthy. But if you're just a working person, if you get up every day and you trade your time for a paycheck, oh well, suffer, struggle. You need a kick. See, because the rich, they can, they only get more productive when you funnel more money into their coffers and clutches. Take When you take tax dollars and you funnel it into their coffers and they, then they get a free ride off our backs, you nev- they, they get more productive. And I swear, they're going to start trickling any day, any day. They've, it's been 40 years, but I'm telling you, they, they promise a trickle will be coming. Maybe another 40 years if we keep begging. But if you give, if you take those tax dollars and ensure that working people have living wages and through policy, tax, trade, and, uh, and government policy, make sure that the working people who spend the money, who do the work, who make the friggin' world go round, but if they have a fair share of the profit their labor makes possible, that's just lazy. That's a, that's the social safety net hammock. That's not freedom. They they who's they're not going to be motivated. You need to teach them the dignity of work. And how do you teach them? You kick them. If they if they fall down, you kick them. You make sure they kick you, they hit every rung. Every step on the way down. Just make sure they're nice and bruised, then they get up and then they'll they'll be productive. They'll be, they'll come up with a bookstore online. They'll come up with a vitamin scam or something. They'll, may, they'll be an entrepreneur because that's the only thing that the Republicans value. If you go to school, see, that's why everything about them sucks. The Republicans are, they, they're, they're talking about the um, critical race theory goes against the Enlightenment. They, they go against the Enlightenment these are the ones that are like, oh, good luck with your uh, art history degree. As if that has no value. As if the only thing w- that we should do as a species is go to business school. That's it. 
because other or or find or figure out some high frequency trading algorithm come up with some scam that you could that you can do that will siphon money as much money as you can as fast as you can without uh, looking back or or giving a crap about anybody or anything that's it but if you're a worker then or if you want to um contribute to culture and society but that's not that doesn't have a value it always drives me insane because the mark of a successful society is having the freedom to study art history to have that be something worthy a worthy cause a worthy value a worthy endeavor art history or music or art isn't that what makes that's the 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 pride of a society because what's the meaning of life that's what it comes down to oh it's just to come up with some kind of scam some bookstore online or whatever or some entrepreneur thing that's it small business entrepreneurs that's it that's the only thing that is is commendable if you want to be if you're anything else if you're i mean it doesn't it's it sucks that's another example why or and and it's just what i'm saying that they're dragging us back to the dark ages because you, you think that people who had talent back in the dark ages that weren't born into wealth that they had a chance to sit and write music or poems or or whatever it might be or be creative or sit around and contemplate life no they were in the field they were working every single damn day like the triangle shirtwaist factory women who 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 uh, were locked in and had to jump out the window to escape a fire when they could have gotten out through the door but the entrepreneurs locked them in because they might have stolen some kind of scrap of of leftover fabric or something and that's just not that's that that's not the dignity of work unbelievable all right well that's exactly right and you know i think critical race theory applied even out of the schools in the community when we're having these conversations and this is really how i got involved in this you know i've been a lawyer for, oh for 10 years i've been in politics for the 10 years after that you know i wrote an article about critical race theory in loudon county public schools in october of last year and then in in march uh, there, there was a private Facebook group that included six of our school board members and a bunch of, you know, radical leftist activists. And what they did was they decided to plot against parents that were speaking out against critical oh, race theory. They what? wanted to infiltrate our groups, publicly expose us, hack our websites. I'm sure there's a, a, a very interesting other side of the story there. They wanted to hack your groups. They wanted to infiltrate your groups. Um, I am 
I'm a hundred thousand percent sure that the whatever he's saying is heavily laden with professional victimism, but also there is some other side of the story that should be very concerning to normal people. Is money to do it? And you know, I said this before. That was that was my Liam Neeson moment, where you know I said I have a particular set of skills that uh, I've acquired over a long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. <laughs> oh, liberal tears. But I just want to say that you don't have to have skills like Ian to get involved in this fight. We had an amazing community that was behind us that did all sorts of things. Open records requests. Learn how to use your state's open records laws. Hey, but that's not communist Marxism. Open records. What? Well, you mean like some filthy liberal made it so there some, uh, obviously, some uh, communist Marxist or something, cultural Marxist thought that the American people should be able to request records from their government and that um, so that things couldn't go on in secret. But, eh. It's all the another example of conservatives wanting all of the benefits of liberal society, but just well, none of it for anybody else but themselves as they destroy it. Because when they're done, there'll be no public records request. Do you think Trump and the Republicans w would comply to public records? Are you kidding me? This is why they stack the courts. They're corrupting this government to make it make sure that they've des they're destroying it from the inside, just like Hitler did. Okay, just like Hitler. There, it's this is it's history repeating itself. The beer hall putsch. We and we need to really. Oh, hello, Junior. He's biting my hand. We need to be honest and open about this. The school district for information through open records requests, and that will arm you with facts that you can then use when you show up to give public comments at your school board meetings. Organize beforehand, get your army together, talk about who's gonna talk about which topic, draft talking points for them, um, get everybody mobilized so they show up at the school board meetings and articulate the reason why CRT is so bad. Set up a well, Facebook well, group gee, for your community why? so you can educate. Why? Um, how, anybody, can, can anybody explain it after this seminar? It's everything. It's everything I, I ever wanted it to be. We should have all of the facts now and be able to explain give the elevator speech right don't you think each other so that you can learn more and you can uh, arm yourself with those facts to fight back and what also facts? we set up a Anybody political action facts? committee in our Coming town from them? and the pack was really very influential in helping getting people organized organized into different committees a legal committee a communications committee uh, a grassroots neighborhood committee a prayer team you know there's a lot of ways that you can get your community organized but you have to have a strategic focus so that you can fight back well and that's that's the, the you know kind of where i was going with that too which is mm -hmm. everyone here has a particular set of skills okay 
I just want to, here's that Christopher Rufo. He supposedly, uh, I just want to put that tweet up to remind everyone that he's supposedly the, uh, one of the, the gurus of exposing critical race theory. And he, he let the, he, he gave up the game on his Twitter account. We have successfully frozen their brand, critical race theory, into the public conversation are steadily driving up negative perceptions. We will eventually turn it toxic as we put all the various cultural insanities under that brand category. Exactly. It's bullshit, Junior. And that's what they we just wit- witnessed. We didn't hear a seminar on critical race theory in any sense of the word. We heard a seminar on Republican fears. They might as well have given a seminar on the Republican on the large amygdalas. Wait, hold on. My headset is... My headset just unplugged. Because that's what it was. It was a seminar on uh, fear. Be afraid. Be afraid. Everyone in your community has a particular set of skills. We've got somebody, we call her the FOIA queen, okay? And she FOIAs everything. I, like all day, she's out there FOIAing things. We have people that you know, just know who to talk to to get the folks to go door to door. We have another guy who just can read through all this stuff, break it down, put it all into a one page it down. So I wish people he would. can understand. There's everybody in your community that has those particular set of skills Sit that down. you can use, that they can use to set up these kind of political action committees, to set up organizations, All right. to really, because you're going to need, you're going to need that. You're going to need a team. You're going to need a command staff. You're going to need what I call the army of moms. Oh and I've got God. an army of moms, and we've got an army of moms in Loudoun County that are literally out there all day, every day, fighting back against this school board. Just, I, and all they're doing is being dicks irritating people, decent people trying to give back to their community, trying to serve their community on their school board. And now they have to endure this and them just like in general, we've had to endure these, these whiny babies. Whenever anything happens, we've had to put up with their tantrums. And also I wish it was just putting up with the tantrums because they're going to get people killed. Junior, come on, man. What the hell? He just wants me to pet him. It's like... All right, here. Pet, 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 pet. How's that? Okay? You want to be pet? There we go. There we go. Hey! Silly. Let's see. Pet, 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 pet. All right. Stop. Sit down. Pain in my ass. Sit. Look at him. If I put him down. Look at the baby. Ah! (laughs) He's a baby cat. Baby cat. This is how... He just wants me to hold him now. You're a baby cat. Are you a good boy? Say hello, everybody. Junior. <laughs> He's a baby. All right, I'm putting you down. 
I know you don't like it. I oh, he's coming back. Oh, he's coming back. Sit down. Just sit. Stop. Please stop. Please, please. I need my hand. I need my hand. Yes, it is the gaslighting of America. Mark C says. It is. And it's not, it doesn't stop. That's why we're here to break through the bullshit. We have to. Without apology. And not even entertain them. They're they're full of it. Here's another thing. Okay. I know we did this. The whole show was this, but eh, that's what I planned, really. I just wanted to play that because I needed you guys to see what they're talking about, which is nothing and uh, and everything. Hold on. Why is this like this? That's better. You're a good boy, right? Yes. Stop looking at me. <laughs> I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> You're just staring at me. All right, I don't know if you saw, um, what's his name, Kevin McCarthy. This pissed me off. Kevin McCarthy, and it's part of what we're dealing with, just like that guy in the beginning of the critical race theory seminar, or whatever the hell that was, saying, uh, Martin Luther King had a dream about the content of your character. I have a dream. Conservatives have a dream. That's what he said. And here's Kevin McCarthy. This is what the Republicans do. They, they've been doing this. They do this every year on MLK Day. They quote uh, this one particular Martin Luther King Jr. speech. There's one sentence. I have a dream about the content of character. That's it. Here's, uh, well, just in case you missed it, here's Kevin McCarthy. Look at this cat biting me. He's only, he's he's not really biting. He's just like, pet me, pet me, pet me. Millions. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wrong one, wrong one. Wrong one, wrong one. That's not Kevin McCarthy. Critical race theory goes against everything Martin Luther King has ever told us. Don't judge us by the color of our skin. And now they're embracing it, right? They're going backwards. Shut up. He's such a, he's such a freedom fighter. Now they're embracing it. They're going backwards. Don't judge us by the content of our, uh, well, I am judging you by the content of your character. And it sucks. Your con- the content of your character is incredible. It needs improvement. It sucks. Kevin McCarthy. Oh, thank you for your super chat, Mark C. Just because. I appreciate that. And if you can, if anybody can, if you're on the, on the chat or listening on the podcast later on, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing the real liberal media. This is what we need. So this, that, that really pissed me off MLK and uh, the Republicans. Cause we know if Martin Luther King jr. Was still alive. If he came back, if he was li- if he was a contemporary, they would be, eviscerating him they assassinate him again just like jesus 
if Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. Because that's the truth. Jesus was crucified by conservatives. All right. Let me lower that. That's just me. Uh, we don't really have to stick to the two-hour rule during the week. What the hell am I doing? Hold on. I'm losing all my programs. Let me lower that a little bit. We don't need that. Okay. So... The f it's it's really irritating how Republicans rewrite history because he, uh, Martin Luther King was talk his dream was social and economic justice and these are two other um, of the buzzwords that Republicans complain about saying that that's another uh, that's a red flag for for communism. And I just want to play this video that I put together. Well, so, some of it I found. The first half was already put together online in a montage. And then I found a few other videos and I added it. But here's Martin Luther King Jr. And his, uh, what, uh, his dream, his dream. We must also realize that the problems of racial injustice and economic injustice cannot be solved without a radical redistribution of political and economic power. We read one day, Communism. we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But if a man doesn't have a job or an income, he has neither life nor liberty and the possibility for the pursuit of happiness. He merely exists. Estimated that we spend $322,000 for each enemy we kill in Vietnam while we spend in the so-called war on poverty in America only about $53 for each person classified as poor. The promises of the great society have been shot down on the battlefield of Vietnam, making the poor, white and Negro, bear the heaviest burdens both at the front and at home. The other thing I want you to understand is this, that it didn't cost the nation one penny to integrate lunch counters. It didn't cost the nation one penny to guarantee the right to vote. Now we are dealing with issues that cannot be solved without the nation spending billions of dollars and undergoing a radical redistribution of economic power. Yeah, yeah. Radical redistribution of economic power. This is what he talked about. More often than not, his speeches were about the radical redistribution of economic power and political power because he understood he wasn't a moron like the right-wingers want us all to think that he was just some Pollyanna 
Can't we all just get along? Uh, nothing to see here. Everything's perfect in the United States. Just judge us by our, our content of our character. That's all. Nothing else needs to happen. Nothing to address the systemic problems of people being uh, under a regime of domestic terrorism for a hundred years. Oh, don't worry about that. That's just our content. Just judge us from our content. Uh, well, that's the thing. These, these filthy racists, that's what they think. They're judging the content of, of character. That's why they got to keep people down. Otherwise, we're, we're, they're not going to get anywhere because they suck. And they understand that. They know how, they understand how inadequate they truly are. That's why they need their, uh, they need all the advantages they can get. And they ain't get letting go. At least letting go easy. All labor has dignity. You are reminding not only Memphis, but you are reminding the nation that it is a crime for people to live in this rich nation and receive starvation wages. 725 an hour? Yeah. America's opportunity to help bridge the gulf between the haves and the have-nots. And the question is whether America will do it. There's nothing new about poverty. What is new is that we now have the techniques and the resources to get rid of poverty. And the real question is whether we have the will at the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest. Well, you see that they were giving it away to white people. Lighter pigment. That's, uh, they deserve it. That's what they, that's what Republicans, that's what conservatives think. They take advantage of all of the government handouts as they would say they're takers they t they take and take and take but to them it's they deserve it they earned it everybody else oh that's that's when it's too big that's when it's they've taken advantage too much the, because the problem is they don't want to share civilization that's what it comes down to they lack the fundamental maturity to to function in the free democratic society that they can only pretend to love. That's it. They don't want to share. Their inherent racism makes it, th that's their trigger point. They tickle those racist funny bones, that large amygdala, and boom, that's all they got to do. And then they throw in all these buzzwords, and next thing you know, they wind them up and set them into a school board meeting. 
or give them a phone number and say, call this all day and harass the person on the other line. Ask him if he's part of the Chinese Communist Party. Like they, like they know? These same people that said nothing when uh, Ivanka, what the hell did she do for all those patents in China? Chinese Communist Party. Freaking bastards. Which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with Ooh, government money white people. to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And this is what we are faced with. And this is well, not just the content of character? Reality. What? Now, when we come to Washington, Listen to this. In this campaign, we are coming to get our check. All right. Really? That doesn't mince words right there. Sounds like redistribution of wealth. Oh, my God. Um, Kevin McCarthy, that great civil and human rights advocate seems to have uh, really missed the point, as they all have. Two Americas. One America is beautiful for situation. And in a sense, this America is overflowing with the milk of prosperity and the honey of opportunity. This America is the habitat of millions of people who have food and material necessities for their bodies, culture and education for their minds, freedom and human dignity for their spirits. But tragically and unfortunately, there is another America. This other America has a daily ugliness about it that constantly transforms the buoyancy of hope into the fatigue of despair. In this America, millions of work-starved men walk the streets daily in search for jobs that do not exist. In this America, millions of people find themselves living in rat-infested, vermin-filled slums. In this America, people are poor by the millions, and they find themselves perishing on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. To go a radical revolution of values, we must rapidly begin. 
radical revolution of values. We must rapidly begin the shift from a thing-oriented society to a person-oriented society when machines and computers, profit motives and property rights are considered more important than people. The giant triplets of racism, extreme materialism and militarism are in case... Never forget that freedom is not something that is voluntarily given by the oppressor. It is something that must be demanded by the oppressed. If we are going to get equality, if we are going to get adequate wages, we are going to have to struggle for it. Now, you know what? You may have to escalate the struggle a bit. Mm. If they keep refusing and they will not recognize the union and will not agree uh, for the check off of the collection of dues, I tell you what you ought to do, and you're together here enough to do it. In a few days, you ought to get together and just have a general work stoppage in the city of Memphis. Oh, my Lord. My stars. What happened to the content of character? That's it. He's calling for civil disobedience. For coordinated general strike. Have a work stoppage. Oh my goodness. These people suck. You understand? Republicans suck. Sometimes that's all you can say. And of course, people pushed back on these freaks. But this is what we have to do all the time, constantly. We can't focus on the things we need to focus on to move forward because we're constantly putting out fires from the Republican fascist pricks. Here, um, for example, MLK's daughter hit back, trying to educate these Republicans, but, you know, that's like, you can't graft a new idea on a closed mind. That's the Republican way. They, that's their birthright. Never, ever learning anything. So, the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., this is an article from Newsweek, from Khalida Rahman, or Rahman, maybe? I'm sorry, if I pronounce it wrong. Forgive me. The daughter of Martin Luther King Jr. is hit back at House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. And God, if you exist, please make sure he remains Minority Leader. And Nam Yoho Rengeko. Nam Yoho Rengeko. Nam Yoho Rengeko. Make sure he remains Minority Leader. McCarthy tweeted, okay, wait, where is it? After he invoked the words of the late civil rights activist while decrying critical race theory. And now they're going backwards. All, see, all we Republicans wanted to do is make sure we're going forwards. You see? That's what we're doing. We're not going backwards. That's only, that's a, an illusion. 
That's a communist Chinese Communist Party plot. When you think we're going backwards. No, we're not going backwards. We're going forwards. You're going backwards. When you say our voter suppression efforts are Jim Crow 2.0. No, no, no. You're Jim Crow 2.0. You are. Not me. Not us. Not Republicans. When you say that you don't know anything about, that we don't know you missing MLK's points or where I'm missing MLK's point. You're missing MLK's point. You're not even heeding his words of content of character. It's, it's like what they do with Twitler on January 6th. They say, well, he said we're going to the Capitol peacefully. He said peacefully in all of the speeches, in all of the buildup, for weeks, on all of the tweets and the telegrams and the violence being um, con- the, the conspiracy of violence to overthrow the democratic process, Twitler said the word peaceful, peacefully. We're going over peacefully once. He said it once, so that's it. Then you'll have the likes of filthy pedophile enabling Jim Jordan saying, you liberals, are, you're, you're making it up. It was just a tourist visit. You see, he said peacefully once in between trial by combat, and if you, have, you want a democracy, you're going to have to fight, fight, fight for it. I don't know. Where's your bear spray? Anybody? How about your zip ties, your knives? Your stun guns, your tasers, your cattle prods. I don't know about you. I never brought a cattle prod to a peaceful protest or zip ties or um, bear spray. McCarthy tweeted a clip from his appearance on the Rubin Report on Monday where he referenced a king's uh, reference a line in King's famous I Have a Dream speech, which is the only goddamn speech. They don't know the speech. You better believe, I bet you, if, if all of the sudden, um, everyone who ever heard MLK's I Have a Dream speech from start to finish all turned purple, I don't think that um, Kevin McCarthy would, uh, would move on that scale in any way. They, they don't know. They never read. They never listen or learn. You think he sat and watched the, an entire speech? Are you kidding me? From somebody? Some communist? Some commie? No way. Critical race theory goes against everything Martin Luther King taught us to not judge others by the colors of their skin. That's the only thing they ever say. McCarthy wrote alongside the clip from the show, he said, the left is trying to take America backward. But Dr. Bernice King responded to the tweet advising the filthy fascist Republican leader to study her father's teachings more closely. Representative McCarthy, I encourage you to study my father's teachings and words well beyond the last lines of I have a dream. This nation has yet to firmly commit to the intensive, multifaceted work of eradicating racism against black people. You should help with that. 
Jesus Christ. Good luck. Bernice King also included an image of her father's book, Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos or Community, and urged McCarthy to please read this. Are you kidding me? Oh, honey, ain't you? Isn't that sweet? Please read it. He, he's not going to read it. <laughs> Let me say that again. He encouraged McCarthy to read her father's book. Um, where is it? In his book, where is it? Oh, yes. Where do we go from here? Chaos or community? <laughs> of course, he. That's the response that we get. I know, sweetness. In his book, in this book, written after I Have a Dream, my father writes about racism in detail, she wrote. And in another tweet, he shares about white backlash and the need for white people to commit to ending racism. And that's why the Republicans are freaking out. Because the Black Lives Matter movement is not just people of darker pigment. It's everybody. They don't like that. When they saw that... They, uh, they poop their diapers, as they do. So they have to disparage it. That's why they send out the agent provocateurs and uh, break windows and like the proud pricks shooting into uh, a police station yelling, justice for George Floyd, when it was, it was the proud pricks who did that. And they, they were found out. All these age, they talk, they love uh, false flags, agent provocateurs. We, we don't do false flags. We, you see, liberals, normal people, Democrats are knocking on doors. We're doing, um, we're legally and peacefully working within the bounds of the system. Like those, the people who lined up to tell those Texas scumbags the stories that, and to encourage them not to um, undermine voting rights. Nobody had bear spray. They were lining up to do their civic duty legally and peacefully. Nobody had zip ties. This is shock, I know. No one had, no one was screaming, we got a Second Amendment. What about you? So they're such, they are such horrors. I, I, I can't even, what, what? They're the worst. They are the hemorrhoids, the fissured hemorrhoids on, on our system. Just like, well, that's Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin, of course, but they are the anchor like the ball and chain i don't even know what the hell they're the what they it's so horrible i would love to do a podcast on cats or something you know what i mean that's what it's supposed to be we're supposed to be civically engaged but we're not supposed to have to spend our lives fighting fascism. It's supposed to run. We're supposed to send people to government so to represent us. 
and it's supposed to work so they can, they can advocate for the needs of our communities without having to suck on Jeff Bezos's taint or, or any, any other billionaire. You know, ideally, that's how it's supposed to work. And we have the freedom because we're living in a country where our work, our labor is equitably... Oh, my God, there's that word again. Um, you're, you get a fair share of the profit your labor makes possible. You pay your taxes, and those taxes are distributed equitably where there's investing in schools, investing in roads and infrastructure and, and all of the things that make society um, not a shithole. Where you, uh, you know, I mean, all of it. You, if you want to go to school, um, th that's why we, it's the, the mark of our civilization. You can go to school. You could be, if you have a talent, you want to be a musician, you want to learn poetry, you want to contribute culturally in that way. Th there's room for that too. Everybody, you know, that's the whole attraction of uh, of a democracy isn't it supposed to be that way it's not supposed to be denigrated everybody's not supposed to be working their three uniquely american jobs and hanging by a thread and god help you if you get sick jesus christ in this book, written after I have a dream, my father writes about racism in detail. She wrote in another tweet, he shares about white black backlash and the need for white people to commit to ending racism. Today, this would be called dangerous. It was called dangerous then. My father was assassinated. Yes, he wasn't assassinated because he said, can't we all just get along? In fact, if that's what he said... They would have put him on uh, the equivalent of Fox News. He would have been on, you know, with, uh, what's his name, William F. Buckley. He would have been a darling of the conservatives. Because he would have been a human shield for them. As all of their other, like the C.J. Pearson and the Candace Owens and all the morons that they have. I don't know how any of them have any relatives that could stand them. But if he wasn't talking about economic and social justice, he wouldn't have been assassinated. That's why he was assassinated. When my father shared his dream that we, his four children, would one, one day not be judged by the color of our skin, but by the content of our character, he was beckoning people to end racism, not deny its existence. How can people who suppress voters uh, deny racism exists? This is what Bernice King asks. She added that when her father... Oh, yeah, that's what I said. In another tweet, she added, if only people would invoke my father to eradicate racism, militarism, and poverty, ensure that equitable housing and lending practices, provide living wages and health care disparities, prevent voter suppression, work for true peace, which includes justice. 
Jesus Christ. It never ends. And right here, I'm looking at this article in Newsweek, and then, you know, how it says read more and other articles you might be interested in. Right at the top, Marjorie Taylor Greene says critical race theory should be outlawed and teachers should be fired. Teachers Union has defense fund ready to go for those sued over critical race theory. Oklahoma teachers could lose licenses if they cover certain race concepts. Critical race theory is banned in these states. Can you believe this shit? Critical race theory has been a political flashpoint over the fa- past few months. I, I, if it was created in the 70s, why, why, what, where you been? Conservatives, all of the sudden? It's all over the place. All of a sudden, we can't stand it. The theory provi- provides an academic framework for understanding U.S. history through the lens of racism and argues that racism is embedded in U.S. laws and institutions. It's just a course, you s- stupid conservative albatrosses. I hate you. Legally and peacefully. Tara Jr., do you need to be um, put to bed without supper? No, I would never do that. He's being a brat. He's just like... Let me see if he'll do it. Watch. No, now he's not doing it. He's just like constantly grabbing my hand. Like, oh, here. See, there he goes. Grab. No, oh. Yeah, he's getting distracted by my other hand. He's just grabbing it and trying to put it on his head. <laughs> You're a brat. You're being a brat. But that's why I love you. Besides everything else I love about you. The conservatives have railed against it, viewing it as divisive. No, they're divisive in an effort to rewrite history. Come on. Oh, God. So far, 26 states have considered legislation or taken up steps to limit how race and racism can be taught in classrooms, according to an analysis by Education Week. Ten Republican-led states have enacted bans, either through legislation or other actions. Jesus Christ. In remarks on the floor in June, McCarthy likened critical race theory to racist Jim Crow laws while speaking in support of legislation to remove Confederate statues. I hate them. I simply do. Democrats were replacing the racism of the past with the racism of critical race theory. Oh, my God. Where's my... uh, I need to bang my head against the wall. Oh, my God. They continue to look at race as the primary means of judging a person's character... Oh, Kevin McCarthy, aren't you a a social justice warrior? If only we were all like you, Kevin. We just, we see, um, we're we're stuck. We see all pigments. I'm so sorry. Remember, it reminds me of, uh, of Stephen Colbert when he used to do the conservative character on the Colbert Rapport. And, uh, and that's what it was called, the Rapport. And he, 
He used to say when people came on, they talked about race. And he said, oh, I don't know what color you are. I don't see color. He would say that. But that's what they pretend. Of course, they're, but they're so full of it. We're trying to make a more perfect union. That's what they can't abide. He added, America must reject critical race theory for the simple reason state-sponsored racism is always wrong and always will be. Isn't he um, inspiring? It was wrong when it was segregated lunch counters of Jim Crow, and it's wrong when it's segregated classrooms of critical race theory, which doesn't happen. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I can't. I hate them. Listen up, guys, 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 guys. We're going to call it a night for now. We'll keep doing these shows. I hope you enjoy our gatherings as I do. Keeps me semi-sane. I hope you appreciate or... Is that the word? I know you appreciate But, I don't know. That's not the right word. I know you appreciate it. I hope you will help me keep the show going and growing. Thank you all for your super chats. Richard W., Pookie's Mama Irene, Jim, of course, Errol Thomas, and Mark C. Guys, thank you so much for your extra special generosity to keep the show going and growing because that's the bottom line. There are financial whatevers in everything, so it helps. It helps. So does your patronage at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin because we're up against the big moneyed interests. We only have each other. If you can do what you can to keep the show going and growing, if not financially, share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps as well. There's so many other shows that you could be supporting. So I do appreciate that you're supporting this show and, uh, and all that you do. I do hope that you get, you get something out of it. I do. I real. I mean, at least we're trying and maybe we will be successful. Because this is how we will win. I, I say this because I believe it. And you I hope you believe it. We will win when we own the message. And we're not, we're not pushing bullshit like them. Like the critical race theory morons. The, we are... We're talking about reality. We're trying to get the reality out there. We're reclaiming patriotism that they illegitimately absconded with. And, yeah, I hope to do as many shows as possible all the time. Become a patron at patreon.com. We'll see what happens tomorrow, hopefully. I mean, I try to do them. I just can't when, because uh, I got to do other things to keep a roof over this amazing studio that I have that is also my home. So that's how it is until we have enough patrons to keep the show going 
and growing full time to have a daily show at a set time. I hope that happens before I really need Botox. Maybe it won't. I, I know I need it now, but oh well. You, what can you do? I, I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not ready for the boneyard yet. I want to do as much as I can do to help. And before that time, before I'll be sleeping for a long time, as we all will be, and let's hope that we we can make a positive difference in the meantime. All right, my friends, my friends. So become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review. And you can always contact me at tarabustermedia at gmail.com. If you are a patron and supporter and you would like a Tara Buster mug, especially patrons, since I'm not doing the, I have to change the patron page actually. Because I'm not sending out those window clings. And if you had a wing, window cling, you want you want a mug. I mean, if you want a mug, you got to contact me because I don't have your address. And, you know, that takes money too. So I'm not going to just send it out to everybody unless they want it. So, but I wouldn't know where to send it anyway. You have to send me your your address. And I'm happy to say that more than a few people took me up on the offer and said, I want a mug, goddammit. So I appreciate that. That means you care. You know, it makes me feel happy to, to, to envision you guys drinking your morning coffee with a Tara Buster mug. And thank you, Robin. Robin M., Yes, cheers to the spring chickens. We're, it's, only, it's all in your mind, anyway. Age is just a, it's a number. That's what they say. I don't know. But I don't know. Whatever. We're all young. We got to keep fighting. That's it. Keep on fighting these fascist bastards. What the hell? Oh. Alrighty, listen, listen, listen. Maybe we'll have a show tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It always helps when we get a patron. So if you can, whatever. I can't keep saying it. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we will win. They know it. That's why they have to lie. We know it. They know it. Let's make sure everybody knows it, that we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out, and I'll see you all very soon.